now, live, and by that we mean recorded in advance, from Gut Check World Headquarters in the capital city of a boxing love-shaped state, it's the Gut Check Podcast with your hosts, Ted Cluck and Zach Bartles. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. We are back in studio uh, with a full and exciting show on tap. Uh, Zach, we're back to our regular uh, regular intro music this week, man. How do you feel about that? After a little departure. Wah, wah, nah. Wah, nah, nah, nah. I don't know. Do we have regular intro music? I feel like, I mean, we'd use different songs, and, and last week we just chose a song. Yeah, exactly. Hold on. I want to I wanna read how Frank Turk described it okay. uh, in, a, in an email to me. This is Frank Turk, friend of the program, sometime guest, full-time comic book commentator. <laughs> Specializing in the sex Specializing in the sexuality of comic book characters. Alright, so he said, What I'm saying is that the porn meets Jerry Mathers meets Seinfeld theme, which the other podcast uses, would be perfect for a podcast which discusses Catwoman's sexuality. Nice. To which Ted responded, Catwoman is, for the record, not real. And we are (laughs) middle-aged men. (laughs) Always a pleasure to hear from one Frank Turk. Now, Zach, you have in your hand, and I have uh, in my hand, actually, um, an energy drink to review. And, and I think what's unique about this one, my friend, is uh, this is the drink that launched uh, a thousand mm. uh, ships, if you will. It's the drink that launched a thousand uh, pretenders. This is the original Red Bull uh, energy drink. And, and, Ted, I think that may be why I, mm. I uh, kind of uh, you this breached, took Yeah, yeah, you yeah. breached uh, Gut Check Podcast uh, etiquette. Yeah. By cracking open and drinking uh, half of your energy drink before we got on the air. So. Definitely against protocol. I didn't even think about it. I, I set it down, I cracked it open, and it's mostly gone. So, per usual, let's describe kind of the aesthetic of the of the can. And, boy, the more I look at this, this is just kind of, to me, modern art, man. This can is uh, it's simple. Uh, it gets the job done. It's got a great, uh, a great logo, uh, the Red Bull logo. Uh, anything you want to add here? This, this is like, in my mind... You know, like if you when, when you're held in a uh, a cave in mm-hmm. Afghanistan for for several months by, yeah, by yeah. terrorists, yeah, or or you're in Ukraine, sure, uh, in a flat waiting to to uh, get all your ducks in a row, or whatever. which is a similar experience, actually. I and I'm not kidding, is. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, I now I don't know if this is true with that mm-hmm. with that scenario, but but remember when Iron Man to to bring it back around to the comic books? Yeah, yeah, of course. But I'm right. talking about the awesome. Iron Can we Man. talk about Iron Man's sexuality for a minute? <laughs> I almost just said something that I would okay. had to have yeah. removed. Um, but but uh, when Iron Man came back from the cave where he was being held, yeah. and uh, he wanted an American cheeseburger, and right. like like right. The, the McDonald's logo and everything it was just like heaven to him, even though yeah, he takes yeah, it for yeah, granted. Yeah. yeah. In my mind, the Red Bull logo, <laughs> yeah, like that's the one that would seeing that would just make me think, oh yes, yeah, we're Crack back. That open, you know, we're give home. me that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. Now, in typical Red Bull fashion, you know, we're pretty light on copy. I feel like the better energy drinks don't have to talk about how great they are. You don't. You you know what? Everyone knows their slogan, and they don't even have it on the can. Yeah. Red Bull gives you wings. Gives you wings. Now, I'm going to read just a little bit of copy because that's all there is. Uh, It says, Red Bull energy drinks effects have been recognized worldwide by top athletes, busy professionals, college students, 
and travelers on long journeys. I feel like we've already made fun of that with one of the like weird energy uh, yeah, I feel like Red Bull too. variants. Yeah, with yeah, that's right, with one of the Red Bull variants. But Chad, I thought that they got sued for claiming that they had like athletic advantage and and they had to take that off the can, but apparently mm, not. Apparently I know they not. did lose a, a class action lawsuit of some kind. I think they probably just nuanced what you right. can call an athlete. So like a guy who like drives his motorcycle off a bridge can be called an athlete. Right, or a know. hacky sacker. Or a hacky sacker, right? Hacky so, sackers love Red Bull. They really do. So without further ado, this is what it sounds like to crack into the can of Red Bull. All right, first of all, let's talk about how small the can is. You can't get the big one. Tiny. But the fact that there's a little one, I and mean, there's such confidence in that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you only need 8.4 fluid ounces. That's right. And, and and the taste is basically like, you know what? When I drink a different energy drink, mm-hmm. I like it a little bit. I like it. I like it insofar as it's the same as Red Bull. Yeah, right. Where the the area in between, the deviation from Red Bull, that's the amount that I don't like it. Red Bull kind of set the bar, if you will, on uh, on this genre. Uh, yeah, I I think the nose, uh, the the palate on this drink uh, is is completely nondescript, and I mean that as a compliment. It's standard energy drink, right yeah. down the middle. And when this was new, it was a very unusual, bizarre taste. Yeah. I remember people talking about, have you tried that Red Bull thing? Right. Uh, and, oh, yeah, it tastes like perfume or it tastes like whatever. But but now I think we're all used to it. I think we are. I think we are. Uh, Zach, there was a big, uh, a big speaking of cultural events uh, and, and things that happen in the culture. Uh, speaking of things that have speaking, happened. Speaking of things that exist. <laughs> we call that in the business uh, a segue. Nice. In the radio nice. business. I didn't yeah. even notice it. I thought we were still talking about Red Bull. And by radio, I mean, of course... Whatever this is, two guys speaking into their computer. But, uh, about Altrogi. Yeah, about Altrogi. Right. That's for you, MDB. MDB. M dirty. Easy as MDB. <laughs> yeah, easy as MDB. Uh, Wait, okay. were you about to speculate what MDB stood for? Right. I was thinking about ODB. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, from the Wu-Tang Clan. What's that stand for? Old dirty uh, businessman. Old dirty businessman. Dude, that's actually going to be the yeah. name of Chaz's uh, <laughs> memoir he writes at the end of his life. Yeah, Red. <laughs> Red Bull is actually preferred by top athletes and old, dirty businessmen <laughs> everywhere. So, speaking of businessmen, uh, I feel like this weekend's uh, Floyd Mayweather-Manny Pacquiao fight was really uh, less a fight and more kind of a confluence of businessmen in the ring mm. in that they both took home uh, about $100 million after what was a really boring fight. Um, now, you watched the fight. Um, why don't you give us, give us your reaction on it, man? Give us your take on Mayweather Pacquiao. Here's the thing. Let me just explain what, how it went down. I wasn't going to be able to see it when it was happening. Okay. A group of guys from my church decided one of them would record it. Yep. We'd get together Sunday afternoon. Okay. So Sunday, I'm. you know how the pastor stands in the back of the church, shakes everyone's hand on the way out. Um, and somebody said, how are you today? And I said, I'm great. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. day. I've avoided finding out who won the fight. Yeah. And somebody just heard me say something no. about, I don't know who won the fight. They didn't. And they said... Oh, mate! At which point I shoved my fingers in my ears and went, Yeah. Um, and to the point where actually some people were wondering, like, what happened? Like, did someone yeah, yeah. have an aneurysm? Or, um, and at which point you punched that person, which was more exciting punching than, <laughs> than no. you probably saw in 12 rounds. Uh, he, he's a, a nice guy, mm-hmm. uh, so he wouldn't have hit me back, but he's, this is a person who, if I would have punched, uh, uh, I don't think I would have phased him. Yeah. Um, so and, and he felt bad. Obviously, yeah, he yeah, just heard yeah. someone say who won the fight. He said. So going in, I basically knew. Sure, sure. Still, he could have been saying, oh, Mayweather went down in the fifth. or Yeah, right, right, right. 
I'm telling myself it's possible Pacquiao won. Yeah. After after about three rounds, I'm, I'm going, no. There's mm. no way he did. It, here's the thing. Mayweather completely controlled the fight. Yeah. Absolutely controlled the fight. And that, I mean, that's it, right? That's that's yeah. the whole game. You don't get knocked out and you, and you, and you know, he, you, you, are, you can't keep up with this guy because if he throws 30 punches, he lands 15 punches. And if you're his opponent and you throw 30 and you land 7 and you're still right. doing all right, right. You, you're still behind. So Yeah, Mayweather uh, is incredibly accurate. He's incredibly slick. He's really hard to hit. Um, great defensive fighter. I mean, we'll go down on paper as one of the greatest fighters of all time. Uh, however, I, I, I question whether anybody really from our generation um, will care that much about Floyd Mayweather in, in perpetuity because he never had that big fight. He never had that war. He never... You know, I think if, there's no story. Yeah, I, I think of fighters like uh, like Marvin Hagler, Thomas Hearns, Roberto Duran, um, guys who had these wars, guys who were going to the hospital after fights, man, because they left it all in the ring. And, mm. and win or lose, you had you know just massive amounts of respect for these guys who uh, who who really put it on the line. And I think you right, know they, they made a movie out of uh, uh, Irish Mickey there, Irish Mickey Ward, and, yeah, and. You know he had he had that thing with Arturo Gotti. Yeah, great but, but three fight trilogy. Really Unbelievable. The, the movie ends with him winning a fairly insignificant title, yeah. but it's a, such a great story and such a great character that you buy in and you and you care about it. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think the Floyd May the Floyd Mayweather narrative really lacks that that narrative hook, if you will. Where it's a guy from uh, Grand Rapids who makes a bunch of money. At the end. Yeah, guy from Grand Rapids makes a bunch of money by scheduling fights against guys who are just past their prime. Do and he's done he, it his whole career. He waited until uh, he knew Pacquiao had kind of... I mean, Pacquiao was younger than him. Yeah. But you could tell he was slowing down in the yeah. last couple of fights. He, he just waited until he knew he could win, and then he... Pacquiao's been in more tough fights because Pacquiao has fought tougher people in their in their prime. So uh, so I think the years have shown more on Pacquiao as a fighter. And, and yeah, absolutely. I think Floyd definitely uh, waited around until Manny was, uh, was a little bit past his prime, and then he booked the fight. That's so. sad. It is sad. You know, I mean, again, from a business standpoint, you can hardly argue with it. But from just a cultural standpoint, and, and this is a guy who, you know, I think you look at the way he lives his life and you look at just kind of the the grotesquerie that is the life of Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather in terms <laughs> of, you know, just all the money and all the opulence and all the craziness and the, and the, the alleged, you know, uh, domestic abuse uh, issues that have followed him and, and just all these things that kind of surround him. It's clear that... He wants to be loved. He wants to be adored like Muhammad Ali. He wants to kind of have that that Ali esque swagger and 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 line about him, but uh, but he just lacks it, you know. Did, but did Ali publicly obsess over money? That's what I think is just so low class and yeah. hard to like. You know, I I wasn't alive obviously during the Ali era, and you really weren't either. But right, but, but I, I don't remember him uh, in all the study that I've done of Muhammad mm-hmm. Ali. I I don't remember him publicly obsessing about money. I remember him being a great promoter. He wanted to be the greatest. He wanted to be the greatest. Declared and, that he was and, the greatest. And yeah, it didn't have to be. Yeah, he would often play the villain. I think in uh, order to in order to hype boost, the fight, which in is order awesome. to hype the yeah. fight and get both guys paid, really, uh, which is kind of an awesome thing to do. But but yeah, publicly he seemed. You know, to shy away from from you know some of the more overt things that Floyd does, re money. Well, the thing was, he instead of saying he wants to be the greatest, he says his dream is to be the first uh, nine figure prize fighter. Which, yeah, which now he is. Well, mission accomplished. Yeah. but nobody likes you. Exactly. You know? So he's <laughs> moments after they announce that he won, mm-hmm. which somehow is a surprise to Pacquiao. Right. Um, he's. Standing on the ropes, having a shouted argument with some Pacquiao fans. Unbelievable. And it's like, yeah. you, you, if you really want people to like you, just 
stop being like you. Yeah, stop being <laughs> like you. Exactly. Go have a great fight. Go try to be humble. You know, go um, keep your mouth shut. And uh, yeah, I think these are the things. You know, even though Ali talked a lot, he had great fights against great people in their primes. He had wars. I mean, he had the kinds of fights that um, that galvanize entire groups of people. You know, people. People would turn out culturally in the same way that they turned out for Mayweather and Pacquiao around these Ali fights, you know, watching them on closed circuit. You know, I've got, I've got friends who went to the Lansing Center years ago to watch these fights on the on the closed circuit uh, TV feeds. And so everybody came out and there were these huge cultural events. But um, but but yeah, people loved Ali. And even if you hated Ali, you kind of hate respected Ali mm, uh, right, because of how yeah. tough he was and because you of love what a great fighter him. he was. Yeah, you love to hate him. I mean, exactly. you love to hate someone like that, you love them uh, yeah, right, at the yeah, end of the day, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, when, when old-timers kind of speak wistfully about boxing, even if they didn't like Ali in that moment, uh, they do now. And I doubt that it will be the same for Floyd. Well, and you think about like, well, first of all, you think about the the life that Pacquiao lives of basically just giving to people, yeah, out of himself with his time, you know, with his, you know, and then mm-hmm. and then Mayweather essentially just taking as much as he can and putting it in his pockets, right? But but he's going to retire after his next fight, he says, mm-hmm. uh, and probably retire, almost certainly retire undefeated. Yep. Is he going to have like? I don't. I know you don't follow on Facebook and see the the thoughts or on Twitter and see the thoughts of Mike Tyson. No. But here's the thing, Mike Tyson. Seems to be finding himself in a sense yeah. now at, in retirement, yeah. and saying things about the the angry man he used to be, and just I mean, mm. it's it's mm. really a heartwarming thing to just kind of watch mm. from a distance. That's amazing. Is that going to happen with somebody? I, I don't know. It just seems like you know. I think Mike Tyson has charisma and always had charisma in that he, even in his darkest days, he always had a really honest streak, and he always had a really kind of self reflective streak. Honestly, I'm going to eat your children. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and 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 at some level that makes me charming, you know. <laughs> no, but I, I think Tyson always had there was a level of of candor to him that you you never really sense with Floyd, and and I, you know it would be cool if if Floyd took that kind of turn where you know maybe some things happened in his life, maybe he was humbled a bit outside the ring, maybe um, you know I I think Tyson at the end was humbled in the ring and out of the ring, quite frankly. And uh, I don't know that Floyd's had that experience. And I, what's more, I don't know that he'll let himself have yeah. that experience. Yeah, well, that's sad. Um, because, you know, you can be as rich. Oh, this is, this is getting pastoral here. You can be yeah, the, it is getting, yeah, the richest getting man pastoral. alive yeah. and still go blow your brains out because everything is empty. Yeah, that's right. Um, vanity of vanities. Mm, it's indeed. getting serious in it's here. It's getting really serious in here. You know what we should what talk about? What do we about? do about that? Let's, uh, let's talk about uh, this thing Weebus sent us. Okay. Now, we have a listener, just as a, a little bit of setup here, uh, named Chuck Weebus. Uh, I think that's a pseudonym, although I'm it not sure. It is indeed. I know his real name. I know okay. the man behind the guy. You know the, behind the, the guy, guy behind the guy behind the guy, guy. behind Weebus, yeah. I and, don't know uh, him, but I, but I know what his name is. Yeah, And yeah. I've seen a picture that he has on Facebook, which is obviously really not him. You, and you know, in today's, in, mystery. in today's culture, that's really what it means to know someone. Yeah, that's, that's intimacy know? at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's intimacy. So, uh, so you could say that as a program, we are intimate with Chuck Weebus. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Uh, so Weebus uh, has interacted with the show in various ways. It started out via email. Uh, now it's, uh, I'm told it moves to Twitter. Uh, and he sent us a few audio files, and we have one. Uh, that we'd like to debut here on the show. And, and let us be clear that we haven't listened to this yet. Yeah, This, this is, is brand this is new, new for us. us and for you, the listener. Should I read the, the lead-in from him here? Yeah, please do. Oh, I like you signed it, Chuck Weebus Studios. Oh, nice. Um, I bought and finished 
reading re colon rapture this mm-hmm. weekend. So in this way, you all you aside. This mm-hmm. is this yeah. is not Chuck, but but yeah, I. This is your voice, um, yeah. which doesn't sound like a young David Letterman. Or, or Will, Will Forte, Forte, which is yeah. what the Twitterverse kind of decided, meaning like four people. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Weebus sounds like. But, um, okay, let me start over. Okay. That, <laughs> I was going to say, you That's should, a lot of footnote, but I like it. You, you, and <laughs> what I was trying to get to and didn't yeah. is that everyone <laughs> listening should buy and read Re-Rapture. Well. Yeah, they should. Yeah. I bought and finished reading Re Colon Rapture this weekend. For some reason, I was inspired. See, this is what I love about Weebus. I was I inspired I to like produce. Weebus. What may be the first recolon raptured pre-colon enactment? Mm. Attached is a short audio file. It may possibly come across as a cheaply made dramatization slash montage that you would hear as a radio advertisement <laughs> for the summer release of the feature-length movie in a sleepy little town in Nebraska. Ooh. However, it, re- it relies heavily on actual dialogue from the book brought to life by really bad, out-of-work voice actors and shabby editing. Nonetheless, people accept it as a small... Nonetheless, please... <clears throat> yeah. Nonetheless, please accept it as a small token of my appreciation for the committee's sense of humor. All the best, Chuck Weebus Studios. What a guy, this Weebus. Here's what we got. So here it is. It just got real. (laughs) Titanium knees, my biggest friend. I'm Episcopal. We're going to go with Strongbow today. Oh, that's Chuck Morrison's voice. Just know that it's not my decision. Why aren't we still flying? <laughs> no daughter of mine will go Episcopalian. You understand? It just got real. <laughs> Dr. Wiles, this is my essay. Yes! Duke Morrison is the guy helping you off the concrete floor, oh, man. I love the voice of Duke. We're all in this together just now. Yeah. It just got real. Why aren't we still flying? Don't make me call Ditka. Yeah. <laughs> oh, little striper riff at the end. Is that striper? I think so. Yeah. Look at this. It just got real. Oh my god! Wow, dude, that was I'm so stunned. spectacular. Yeah, that was really spectacular. Uh, huge, heartfelt thanks from the Gut Check Podcast uh, to Chuck Weebus of Chuck Weebus Studios. Yeah, uh, we look forward to more uh, more excitement like that in uh, in future episodes. I Absolutely, feel like this could become yeah. a recurring thing. I feel like I'm going to be a little bit let down the next time there isn't something from Chuck Weebus. You know what I'm let down by huh. immediately right here in this moment is the fact that. There's not a movie that I can go buy of right. our book Re-Raptured. Like, that's the thing that I want to watch tonight. Yeah. Based on what I just heard. You know what I mean? You know, maybe we should do a, uh, a reading. You and me and, and our wives. I would love that. Yeah, I would I feel love like, that. I kind of feel like, I feel like maybe that. something like that happened. Yeah, yeah. Now, baby, if something like that had happened, and I and believe you me, this is just a hypothetical, okay? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Could that be the kind of thing that we could uh, play... Some audio clips of on uh, on our humble program. Here. I think I think there are certain sections we could play. Are there certain sections we could play? Fantastic. There are certain sections we could not. But... Certain sections we could not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and if you've read the book, you know what those sections are. Um, that is what I like to call in the radio business a teaser. Nice for you, recall and rapture. Something you might hear next time. Next time. So go by re raptured. Big thanks to Chuck Weebus. 
Um, is Weebus now on Twitter? Did I see that? He is, yeah. Okay, so uh, go. Follow, hold on, let me get his, his handle. I think it's just at Chuck Weebus. At Chuck Weebus. It should be Chuck, Re- like official Chuck Weebus. Official Weebus, Chuck or... Weebus, yeah, right. You're Chuck Weebus real. <laughs> Chuck Weebus. There it yeah, is, at, at Chuck, Chuck Weebus. Weebus. Look at this picture, man. Wow. Spectacular. That's a really great picture. Kind of the 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 1980s dirt dirtbag mustache, the the no, perm. That, no, that's mean though cuz that's really what he looks like and that's the look he's going with. Okay. Uh I mean, I really like it. <laughs> California business mogul scientist. I'm not actually in a think tank, but I get to clean one from time to time because I am a certified scuba diver and smart. And smart. Um and he's and he's got 3 followers. Three followers. No, no, scratch that. He has one follower. One follower. He's following three, and he okay. has tweeted three times. Right on. Most recently, don't hate me because I am beautiful. Are we following Chuck Weebus? And by we, I mean uh, at Chaz Marriott? No, Happy Rant is. Okay. Oh, right I on. love that. And Happy Rant's picture is the Shekinah Loins. Shekinah Loins, yeah. We'll always be Shekinah Loins. You know what I want to kind of talk about? We didn't, we didn't yeah. bet yeah, this, yeah, but yeah. I kind of want to talk about author, author pictures a okay. little bit. Yeah, let's talk about it. Because I... I yeah, we like to give a little uh, real publishing uh, insight for our listeners who are uh, in the publishing business or endeavoring to be in the publishing business. This past week, and I didn't bring this whole thing up just to blow okay. my own show far, if you will, but uh, <laughs> I found out that I, I my book was on the short list for uh, this this award, Okay, and I was really excited about it, mm-hmm. and then I got an email from them that said the, the stuff that you would expect, like if you're going to appear somewhere or you right, know, right, someone's right. going to review your book or whatever, you know, that we want your, your author picture, and would you answer these questions or whatever, mm-hmm. and I seriously had this paralysis of... I know that you and I have together made fun of my most recent author picture, which looks kind of like... Have we? Zachary Bartles. Like, oh, it's yeah. the one and like... I mean, it looks super contrived, but I mean, that's kind of in keeping with your genre, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? now, I, and, and here, I, I, I'm going to put these up on the page. Okay. This is the one that I replaced with that one. Okay. And it's... Uh, again, no. The one with that the tie and the, the quirky one. I had a quirky one going. No, hold Wait, on is that the quirky one or is that no, the... No, the quirky one's not here. It's... Okay. Isn't this exciting for everyone? Yeah, yeah, this home? is really exciting. Right the quirky one with the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and with the crack that looks like it's going kind of across yeah. my head, and, and yeah, it's yeah. kind of a goofy picture. Right. And, and I, w- I made the new one. I had Aaron take... My wife is, it does Ted's uh, uh, bio pictures as well. Yeah. Uh, and, and I said... She does all my author photo work. <laughs> three or four in a row, that's yeah. something. Yeah, uh, I said, would you take one that looks more like you know what you'd expect? Yeah. And so she took that one... The suit one, yeah, the yeah. the one where I, I'm I'm you know somewhere urban, yeah, and and kind of glowering somewhere at the photoshopped camera. urban, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know what what are your thoughts on because I know that uh, the, my favorite mm-hmm. uh, of of the pictures that have been used for your publicity is yeah. that one that's been now made into a punchline. On that other podcast. On that other podcast by and, that other person. And it's almost like I feel like I should take it down off your website and take yeah. it and take it off your Facebook page because we don't want to, you know, put it up there. But it is still the money. Yeah. So, I mean, what are your – how serious do you take this kind of stuff? Dude, I think it matters not at all. Um, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I, I think it really doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, you don't want, like, some bad, like, sort of candid photo of yourself, you know, floating around out there as your author shot. But – um, yeah, I really don't think it matters, and I, I and I think that other person on that other podcast may have a little, you know, insecurity. Re his own photos going on, so that so that it, he 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 finds it, you know, kind of comforting to make fun of mine, and I just let him do that, you know, in the in the way that a father lets a child just kind of, you know, feel his way around in in his own kind of 
uh, independence or, or, or contrived independence. That's sort of how I treat you know the other person <laughs> and the way that he talks about my photo. So, will you continue to use that picture if if somebody asks you for a picture to put on? You know, oh, of course, you're speaking at a men's conference. Yeah. If you haven't seen this picture, you can actually Google Shekinah loins and you'll find it. Okay. But but don't do that. Just go. oh, you were talking about Shekinah loins. That was the one you were referring to. In, yeah. in this whole vignette, I thought you were talking about because he always he always goofs on the one where I'm like holding the coffee mug and looking to my left. Oh no, yeah, no, I'm talking about Shekinah Lines. Man. Oh, I love Shekinah Lines. That's, that's the one yeah. that I that yeah. I, I think um, has been kind of tainted by having been actually labeled with a humorous yeah yeah kind of connotation trademark name. Yeah, here. right, 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 right. So, are you going to continue to use that one? Absolutely, I, I'm going to continue to use all of them if I like them. Okay. I, I mean, the only criteria for for liking an author photo, in, in my mind, is if I like it or, or if my wife likes it, and and you know, I mean, the and like I said before, preface the whole thing by the fact that it just doesn't matter, you know. I mean, whether you're like adjusting your tie in a little quirky photo, or you're like, <laughs> you know, glowering down at the sidewalk in like a feigned kind of, <laughs> you know, bad a kind of photo. I mean, it really doesn't matter. Like your your book is good or your book's not good, and and you look like what you look like. You know what right. I mean? Like they could take a picture of you like giving a sermon, and it would it would have the same effect. Now, part of this is nearing forty. I still look sort of uh, how you say sixteen. Yeah. So, so, oh, well, you know. according to the lady at that uh, at, the, at that book conference that yeah. we spoke at, <laughs> can I tell that story real quick? The cargo shorts and the uh, you know I, yeah. I really should have suited up. I guess. So we uh, we we spoke at a uh, at a book event in Grand Rapids a couple of weeks ago, and imagine this scene: Zach and myself. Uh, we were out in the hallway. Uh, because often when we go to awkward sort of public <laughs> events, we end up out in the hallway because one of us says, uh, I'd like to go to the hallway. Yes. So, which is something that began at a Building 429 concert during the, the extended pitch for people to give money. To World Vision, yeah. yeah. That's so, a story and, that should and, be told, yeah, too. Yeah, that, that should be told, too. Let's but put we, that in the, in the... Yeah, we'll put that in the in the yeah to, to come <laughs> file. But uh, so, we, uh, so we went out in the hallway. Uh, where we were, uh, as we often do, saying funny things with our words and laughing uproariously at one another, and in a uh, way that could undoubtedly be heard. Inside. In a way that could undoubtedly be heard inside. Wait for it, inside. inside. And uh, in the in the, the sort of hostess of the conference uh, comes around and greets us in the hallway, and she says to Zach, she's like, "You know what? You don't look a day over twenty-one. You just look so boyish." She goes, "Fresh faced." Fresh faced. Yeah, you remember she, exactly. She asked how to say my last name. I said, "It's Bartles, yeah. like Bartles and James." You remember mm. those commercials? And she goes, "Oh my, do you remember them?" Okay, so you remember the entire thing verbatim, apparently, well, in, in a way that's more detailed yes. than, than than my recollection. But uh, your recollection was horrible. But anyway, she 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 <laughs> she compliments you on not looking a day over twenty-one and being fresh faced. And then I said to her, "I said, what about me? Do I also look fresh faced?" <laughs> and she said, "No." Oh, you look grizzled. <laughs> and then when she introduced us, yeah. she said the grizzled one of the pair. Oh. But you know, in between that, she did say, "You look, you're, you're grizzled." Yeah, and grizzled is good. Grizzled is good. So, there hey, it is. That, in fact, that should be. So I, I yeah, like that should your, be a slogan. That should that should be actually be emblazoned on your author photo. So I think maybe as a as a response to that, for my next author photo, I'm going to try to look as boyish and fresh faced as I possibly can. <laughs> a la the cover of uh, Have you seen Steve Carell's Forty Year Old Version? Yeah, yeah, I get that kind Virgin, of like far not off. version. Yeah, 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 far off, that kind of far away, whimsical, like, whimsical, like, innocent sort of look. I actually I wanna, really want to see that. Yeah, I want to I want to go for that. Actually, kind of do look. it a minute now, and I'll tell you what I think. Okay, here we go. <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't no. no don't, don't do, do that. that. <laughs> do you, shall we shall we um, move on from from how boyish I look? Actually, no. Hold on. I want to I want to pluck this story back okay. about the hallway. Yeah, do that because hallway story. again, as referenced a few weeks ago, there was a book that you wrote in its entirety. 
Okay. Which I thought was the money. Okay, thank you, man. About your year of... And this was during when, when my year of whatever was yeah, all the Yeah, year rage. of whatever. Everyone was right. doing... Everybody was doing a year of something. I did yeah. this one year where I went to work and I went home. Yeah. And the whole time, but mm-hmm. like the whole time, yeah. uh, the earth is revolving around the sun. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that was that And was you're doing mine. things like eating meals and watching yeah, TV. Yeah. and every day. Every single day. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. So, but, but Ted's book was his year of... Um, and speaking of the the striper and the weebus thing, yeah, there, yeah. The, your year of Christian music. That's right. And your preferred title was what? Uh, what was my preferred title? I don't remember. To hell with the to devil. hell with the devil. That's right. As uh, an homage to Striper, the, who I saw in concert. You and I both used to listen to on cassette. Yes, that's right. And I still have the cassettes. If you'd ever, oh, I think in fact, I, you, I loaned them to you. For I think that I year. probably have your cassettes yeah, now. Probably. But uh, in in the midst of that, Ted and I, uh, he he went to a number of concerts, and he would bring different friends around along with him to make it less sad. Yeah. Uh, and so he and I went to uh, one of the concert we went to was. What was it called? It was, it was Winter, winter Jam. Fest. No, it wasn't Winter Jam. Winter it was, Jam it was Winter, winter Fest. Fest, which okay. is like a lesser. It's like a lower Winter Jam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without the Winter Jam, actually has like guys on like like uh, motorbikes doing like the thing around the. Yeah, the there were no there the... were no motorbike guys in this thing. No, what yeah. there was? What was there, Ted? Well, there was a bike, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but but I'm thinking. <laughs> thinking speci- but you were thinking specifically specifically of- about that that intermission that seemed to stretch on into eternity. Yeah, so there were some bands that played, and then uh, the feature band was a was an outfit called Building Four Twenty Nine, and uh, Building Four Twenty Nine, their thing was they wouldn't begin playing their set until all of these like World Vision children had been sponsored and, and or compassion. I don't remember. Compassion, what it was. yeah. I it was compassion. As an evangelical though, you know that when the lights go down and the piano starts to tingle and the voice gets raspy. And the voice gets raspy. And the uh, and the and the screens come down. Oh, you're gonna see yeah. some sad images on the screen and you're gonna be asked for money, right? Because we've you know, we've both grown up in the church. We know this to be true. And and uh, the building four twenty nine guys didn't disappoint in that. So they they get up and they start speaking about um, about how they're not going to play until uh, until all these children are sponsored, and I think it was at that point that I said, "Zach, I feel uncomfortable. I want to go in the hallway." It, it was a little later though, because we heard some of the pitch yeah. in which he talked about his trip yeah. to an impoverished South American country, right? And and that moment that he had when yeah. he realized that he just had no clue how bad things were. Yeah. Do, do you remember how that went? Yeah, yeah. There, there were some images of of what looked to be kind of. Standard issue backyard tool sheds, or or, or maybe rows of of like uh, rental uh, storage spaces. Yeah, storage units. Maybe or a combination. Maybe a cross yeah, between yeah. the two. And he said, "What did he say?" He, he said, "I was I was driving along, and I said to the the driver, I said, wow, whose stores are there?'" <laughs> I don't know if this is real yeah, or if he's you know, just trying okay. to. Yeah. Who, who stores their things in there? I said to the <laughs> driver, "Hey, I see there all these. I see these storage <laughs> things. Who keeps their extra stuff in there?" And and the driver said to me, and he said, uh, and he he said, Jason, uh, people live in there, right? And then and then Jason told <laughs> us that the way to mm-hmm. fix the situation was to get, to get the kids to the city <laughs> where there are computers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's when Ted looked over and said, I feel weird, let's go Can we go in the hallway? Yeah, and then we went in the hallway. And 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 I think we never came back, maybe. No, we we came back because we did something to the blinds, too. Okay, yeah. Trying to stay as close to the hallway as possible. Right, we got yelled at by the the nice lady there because we were leaning on the blinds. We must have both been fresh-faced because she definitely was a matronly kind of... Yeah, very matronly. Do you boys see what you're doing to these blinds? Do you boys see what you're doing to the blinds? Exactly. (laughs) Dude, that book has got to come out. Maybe, you know what, maybe we can just publish that. Little vignette on the blog, or, or for the Gut Check Army. On the Gut Check Army, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that Ted, 
So go to getcheckpress.com, sign up for the Army, and we'll give, give you a little uh, snippet of To Hell with the Devil. And if you're already in the Army, which many people are, uh, mm-hmm. you could just sign in and it'll it'll be there. Yeah. Um, I think that there should be like a monthly release of chapters from You know, wouldn't that be thing. fun? Let it kind of come out. Isn't uh, that a nice idea? Serialized. I like it. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Nice. Let's do that. Nice, nice. Uh, speaking of bad Christian music, there was one yeah. more thing we were talking about doing today. Okay. And that was uh, the what we had brought up before. Yeah. Uh, notion of... Uh, getting a little Pastor Zach's basement on this. Yeah, uh, which was another podcast. thing we kind of did in the book, right? That was a that yes, was a yes a conceit, an idea that we uh, that we launched with the book and had a lot of fun with. And then uh, because the book went nowhere, uh, the idea kind of went nowhere, which is sad. Yeah. So t- tell the the listeners what we're going to be doing today. Here we're going to do uh, kind of a mystery science theater three thousand commentary on. Uh, a bad Christian video from okay. from ages past. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's called Six Six Six. It's by mm. DeGarmo and Key. Uh, who uh, I have all their stuff at home. Okay, I was a big and when I listen to it now, I'm like, wow, this was all really generic. Yes. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I was really into it. And this song, because you were a kid. And this video, I, well, yeah. It, yeah, okay. Some kids, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, yeah, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, this song is the one that I think really landed with the video, really had the best impact on Yeah, us. this video really hit home, I think, with both of us. And uh, and it was because of how, uh, I think, di- disarming the imagery was. Oh, I think at some level how scary. The it reality. Was, yeah, the and, reality and really hit home. It reminds you of, you know, there's, you know, like um, some of these spiritual warfare type things remind you of all the unseen things around you. Yeah. This one reminds you of some other unseen things unseen that are always things that are around like, us. Yeah. Yeah, that are always around but you. You don't meaning, see them. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and you know, uh, I'll tell you this: what, what you want to do. I don't do, give too much away here. Yeah, you're going to have to be able to watch this if you're going to okay. if it's going to benefit you at all. So, so take a minute, open up YouTube. Yeah, if if you're on the page to listen to the podcast, <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, get out your phone and go on YouTube, and it's uh, the video is. H zero four one. This is good radio. H zero four one A J D. Oh, hold on. Let me start again. I'm gonna cut out check the first. radio, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Scintillating. H. It's all capitals. Yeah. <laughs> no, do it. Capital H zero four one A J D. Lowercase Lower R. Case, yeah. Lowercase S. Capital F. Capital I. That's mm. the one. Because if, if you just if you just do a search for six 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 to Garmon Key, you might get a, a different one. that's a little bit off. Yeah. And and when you hear so the so do the do the thing that we just did. Pause it and yeah. do the thing. All right. And then when you hear the wah, 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 then hit play. <laughs> And you'll be right on with with what we're seeing. What we're seeing and what we're commenting upon. What we upon see is what you'll see right now. At some point, there might be technology where there could be like a video podcast, but yeah. we're not there yet, Jim. This is a gut gentlemen. check multimedia experience. <laughs> right here we go. Here we go. Um, <laughs> so we got a floppy disk and some Ooh. some. Oh my oh, gosh! Those those desk widgets. Yeah, those. this is already kind of eerie. Okay, yeah. so Ooh. this look at the Commodore sixty four. I think this thirty four year old must be in high school. Yeah, he is. How do you know he's in high school? Because there's a Letterman's jacket yes. draped over the chair. Loading, Loading game, game program. program. Oh, and look at the high def TV behind. Yeah, him there. dude. He's watching some videos, playing... Uh, 666, welcome. Oh, look at... I haven't seen that effect in ages. Yeah. The kind of like Atari effect. That was like every local commercial in the 80s had that. And Zach, how do you know that they're walking through a dangerous <laughs> city? Oh, I see some steam. Because there's steam. Steam yeah. and there's some... There's a drunk, young, otherwise fresh-faced evangelical curled up in a corner. <laughs> this music is pretty horrendous. <laughs> it seems like everyone's kind of... Uh, 
Oh, that was creeping me out there on the. Now the interesting thing about that bony, skull yeah. motif is that you're going to see that again, except you're going to see it underneath someone's face. Oh, I doubt that's true. Oh, is it? oh look, that kind of looks a bit like uh, blood. Mm. Oh, 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 hey. Oh. You know it, what it did because this is radio and not television. It just flashed momentarily and showed like the the thorax and the rib cage yeah. of a couple of guys. Implying, what does that imply? It I implies guess, that we all have those things underneath our skin, oh, doesn't it? I hope they don't show any more of that. I don't want to think about that. Oh, 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 oh. oh. So it's implying that under everyone's <laughs> face is this kind of bony structure. Yeah. I don't want to live in a world. I don't want to live in a world where that's true. I like, oh, oh. Oh, This fire. guy is, he started on fire and then he disappeared. It, it appears, Zach, and now you you And then the police are in on it. Dude, now yeah. this is so timely with all the yeah. police stuff and everything going yeah, on. Yeah, I really feel like this is speaking into a lot of what's happening in our culture right now. Look at how fast they all are. Like, oh, <laughs> the other way you know it's a bad neighborhood is because yeah, there's the, a... the fire in the trash barrel, right. <laughs> oh, so the fire went out somehow. This guy must be the Antichrist, I guess. I don't know. The thing about this neighborhood that's interesting is that everybody's white and 22 years old. And everyone's trying to kill this guy. Yeah. You know why? Because as the lyrics say, tonight is New Age Eve. Ooh. I don't know what that means. I don't know but, what that means either. Oh, and, and he's holding a crystal ball that had mm. a, uh, a mushroom cloud in it. Right. What on earth? What are we... Mm. That's nice the phone. phone. That's I like that retro that phone. That's the phone, that I, phone? I found that phone at my church. It's on my desk. Dude, is there another one in a closet? I'll look so, around for you, man. Yeah, yeah I, feel, I feel definitely Draper-esque when I use oh, it. Oh, yeah, you should. Oh, look at Game Over. And the Dot oh, Matrix the dot printer matrix. Is, is doing the 666 and all of the phone numbers in his... Now, I thought I was out of date with my Palm Pilot. He's got an actual... He's got like a Franklin Day Day Planner, Day Timer. He's got a B and a C or an A and a B drive, yeah. so that he can copy things back and forth there. Dude, I'm gonna go it's out on a limb, and I'm gonna say there's oh, something. Oh no, the kid from Malcolm in the Middle has a disc now. There's something evil about that floppy disc. In that, whoever has it, like crazy stuff happens to them. <laughs> Am I right in that? I don't know. I think I don't want to read too much into what I'm seeing here on the screen. I think we need to kind of analyze. What we're seeing after the fact, because okay. okay, so now this this little boy is in the same situation. He's in the same scenario with the steam and with super eighties lady who's obviously. Is she going to serve him wine because he's underage? Yeah, that's uncool. That that's right. With the she just opened the the small cigar humidor with the uh, the floppy disk in it. All right, and then what's going to happen with this kid? Let's well, wait and see what happens. I'll tell you what's okay, we happen. got we got six, six. Oh, the cycle continues, Zach. Oh, they See, just left us hanging there, though. See, the kid is now sucked into the into the scenario with the steam. Well, here's and with the good the, news: the sidewalk. I think all he really needs to do to, to get it out there. of his life, yeah. is just throw the disc out of the window somehow. Okay. He's going to wake up at home. I would like for him to throw the disc out of the He's window. Let me be the, the first to say. And what? And I don't know if you were really watching, but okay. I'm going to back it up to when he threw that disc out the window. Okay. And and I want you to take a little bit. Did we see him throw the disc out the window? Yeah. Watch oh, how yeah. real this looks. I mean, okay. he pulls it out of the A drive. Tosses it and yeah. <laughs> oh, one more time, one yeah. more time. Look how real that is. I like how. <laughs> That's definitely not a guy off camera just tossing it onto the ground it's... and hoping that the label side comes up. No, but look what it, 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 it's, it's CGI, but 1984, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally 1984. What? Watch how it just like. Brrr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the weird thing, Zach, and and. You know, I don't know how much experience you have throwing these floppy disks, but it landed initially on the grass, uh-huh. and then it just sort of magically, like, evilly yeah. kind of uh, it kind of transported itself onto the sidewalk into it the path of this little boy, yeah. right? Yeah. 
And and that that I think in a nutshell is the insidiousness of this disc. Right? Here's Among my question: things. You're making this video. Okay. A shot calls for someone to toss a disc out of a window. Okay. Do you a okay have somebody toss the disc out of the window? Okay. Or B, try, despite it being 1984 and this being a low-budget Christian production, yeah. to CGI a disc coming out of a window <laughs> and landing on the ground. You know, I like the authenticity of a, of a disc just fluttering out of a window in, in the way that it would normally. But, well, uh, DeGarmo and Key did not. They, they saw it differently. Yeah, so, if I had been directing the video, we would have we come to blows over that. Tell me, tell me Ted, uh, yeah. what, what was, what's the story there? I mean, what is, what is happening? Here's the story, okay? <laughs> Here's the story. There's a floppy disk. Uh-huh. Um, Where did this floppy disk... Who, who put the data on the disk is the question. I think the game developer did, and they're evil. Okay. And, it's an uh, evil game. It's, it's an, an evil game. game. It's, it's an evil. actual okay. evil game that when you put it into your Commodore 64 uh-huh. and then fall asleep on your desk because you're a tired high school student who stays up too late studying. And doing cocaine. And so you just crash from time. And I know it, that you're it was in high the school. 80s, yeah. yeah, it was the 80s. It was a lot of decadence. Um, then the, the disc... Okay, are you with me? I'm, yeah. So far, I'm following you. <laughs> the disc transports you into a really scary world wherein people have bones underneath their skin. <laughs> oh, that's just... Yeah. just I know. Chilling. I know. I, it's chilling. And also, it's the kind of world where uh, it's nighttime, <laughs> and there's steam, and, and a trash can, and there's fire. a trash uh, and trash bad barrel, policeman, and bad policeman. Now, how do you get back out of there? Oh, that's interesting. The way that you get back out of there, as far as I can tell, and and bear in mind that I've never actually been in that world myself, <laughs> so I can't speak from firsthand experience. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it would seem to me, and you correct me if I'm wrong, okay? Uh, the way that you get back. Out of that world is to remove the disc from your Commodore 64 and fling it out the nearest window. And then right? watch a kid pick it up. And, be and like, then watch a kid eh. pick it up and not do anything about <laughs> it's it. It's all right. Right? And then watch the cycle continue. And that's the sad part of the video. And I, and I feel like it ends on kind of a downbeat, kind of an art house type ending. And I think that's why... Lo, these many years later, we're still <laughs> people are still watching and talking about this video, and by people I mean just you and I. Well, here's and no the one else. Here's the follow up question then: yeah. as a Christian song, especially in the '80s when everything was very kind of straightforward, yeah. Um, even that video, what you hear in the words is what you see on the screen. So right. it's not like we're dealing with layers of poetry and stuff. There's so, a guy and then some steam. <laughs> <laughs> but but if this is the case, <laughs> yeah. What is the spiritual takeaway? What do I do with that okay. for my life? If, if I'm if I'm listening to Christian music and watching these Christian videos to kind yeah. of inform my spiritual life, what is this? What is this telling me? Now you're the pastor, so I would I would I would throw that question to you. I'd love to hear you speak into that. You know, I've spoken into it kind of uh-huh. from an artistic standpoint. Right? I'd love yeah, to hear because, the, the yeah. pastoral. You know. All right. I guess there are some possibilities. Technology yeah. is bad, is one. Okay. The new age in general is is kind of seeping into everything because that was yeah. that yeah. was the alarm bell in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, that which which had me and my whole family just frightened. Yeah. yeah which oh yeah. Is and by the way, mm-hmm. even how I view the world today is in a, in a sense informed by that because when something tends to make me want to like freak out i go mm-hmm. is this the next like new age thing yeah and usually the answer is yes mm-hmm. and then i just ignore it and it goes away right um but uh <laughs> i think that's so the other this video what you're saying is this video had a long-term impact on yes. how you view the world i think i wouldn't be who i am today if it Without hadn't been video. for that yeah. disc and that 
And and, and really, oh, I think... Oh, thank goodness this was made then. Oh, yeah. You know, you know um, this here's something sad that's true. Dana mm-hmm. Key is actually dead. Okay. I feel bad now. Um, well, no. He, uh, I'm, I don't people, need to make you feel bad. Die. People, I mean, people die. He died rather thing. young. Yeah. Uh, but Eddie DeGarmo, the other guy playing the guitar there, mm-hmm. he owns slash owned, I don't know if it still exists, Forefront Records, okay. and probably got filthy rich off of all of the Christian music stars that, you know, DC yeah. talk. And you know what I hope these. he did? I hope he did too, but mm-hmm. I hope that he didn't let that kind of uh, lead him down the wrong path to a world filled with <laughs> floppy disks. Floppy disks. Here, here's, the, here's the problem I'm having here. Okay. There's two messages in this, in this okay. episode. One is... The way to get away from your problems is to get to the city where there's computers. <laughs> oh the other goodness. one is when you get to the city where there's computers, you're going to wind up immediately transported magically wow. into a world of steam and and bony yeah, structures. Bony, bony, yeah, faces. Oh, All my right. gosh. So what I'm hearing from you is that we've got conflicting messages in these Yeah, in these and there's the vignettes. tension. Yeah, yeah, there's the tension. This is why I think you need a podcast like this one to help you think through some of these issues. Right? <laughs> it's very important what it's we do. It's very important. It's a high calling. So parents, uh, listen with your kids. <laughs> Talk this stuff through with your kids. And we, Zach, we may have to do more of this. I hope, I hope we can. Where we, where we break down some of these videos. Yeah, yeah you know, we'll, we'll pull out maybe a little, uh, you know, what about, what about Petra? A little, what about a little Carmen? Oh. I seem to remember a video, you know, similar thematically uh, to this one in that Carmen is rapping. And I know that he's rapping because he's wearing a puffy purple jacket. <laughs> and he's dancing around in a warehouse where there's also steam, steam implying that sparks. it's dangerous. Yeah. Sparks, too. That adds an extra level. That adds an extra level of, uh, of intrigue to the whole thing. I also would like us to watch and comment on the uh, the Carmen video where, where he receives a uh, witch's invitation. <laughs> I thought that was the most hardcore thing in the world when I was about 12. Yeah, and I used is. to get up really early on Saturday to watch the like countdown of, of Christian music videos. Where, where did you watch this? It was on channel 21 or something on, okay. on over, regular over-the-air TV. Wow. And it was like it was TCT, Total Christian Television. No and way. I used to watch that. I don't yeah. remember that even existing. And it, it occurred to me. been in our market. After watching for about a year, it occurred to mm. me that... Uh, oh, it was very local. Yeah, very yeah, local. Very local. It occurred to me that like the, the videos didn't change over the course of that whole year. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was still the same. The countdown same. was the same. <laughs> was just, they might move around you know, they, the positions, they, but... They tally it once a year. And, uh... <laughs> oh, hey, are we going uh, to do our... You know, our, we should, and we should, end, we should end the program. Yeah, we can give that. it a nice punch there. Yeah. Do I, we have a voice for this one? Do we have a celebrity? Uh, in studio to read the to read the tweet. You know what? I, I say that we try and get Mr. Uh, Weebus to do it next week. Try to get Will Forte yeah. as uh, as Weebus. Weebus as Will Forte. Weebus is, yeah. or whoever as Weebus. As, whoever as, as whoever. Forte. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then and then you can maybe do it this time. Since... Okay. I'm going to do this as myself. All right. Well, hey, so... you're, you're a bit of a celebrity, Ted. No, stop. But yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> let, you know, let me fire lunch. up the randomizer. Here here it comes. And I, so you know the. And I've always wondered about this, but the yeah. randomizer is is on a, a, a floppy disk that okay. says six 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 on it. So. Yeah, it says six 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 randomizer. <laughs> and, that and, could be why we find ourselves in these situations where there's steam and where it's dark. <laughs> and, and you know, sometimes I know this is uh, you're going to tell me that I'm being paranoid or what do you <laughs> yeah. call that? Like a hypochondriac? Yeah, yeah. When someone says that they feel, but sometimes yeah. at night. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be lying in bed. No, oh, dude. And I'll like touch my sides. And you'll feel. And I'll be like, I swear I can feel like like bones, bones like underneath the kind it. of bones that you saw. Yeah, in like, the video. Yeah, yeah, underneath my skin. Oh my goodness. And then I can't sleep. That is the scariest thing in the world. 
<laughs> I'm really sorry. I really appreciate you sharing that with me, but I'm also very sorry that it happened to you, hey, if that makes sense. We all have stories. We all, we all have, have stories. And you know what? We all have tweets, and by we all, I mean Rachel Held Evans, and all she right. has like 85,000 of them. So <laughs> let's fire up the randomizer here it goes. and pick one. And here, here it is. And here it is. Uh, folks, this is me reading the Rachel Held Evans tweet, uh, and again... Uh, we cannot comment or laugh or do anything with our words. In Not response. that we would want to laugh no. or, or comment. Or for that comment, matter. right, the, because the tweet stands alone. Zach, this is a short one and uh, I think very poignant and very relevant. It is this I am so tired of easy, pat answers. Okay, I have to comment. You can who's, comment. who's pat answers and how, in what world is it acceptable to call someone easy on social media? That wow. seems. That seems hurtful to me. Yeah. And if, I mean... You know what else it seems? Hmm. Not helpful. <laughs> Not that I'm the ultimate authority on what is or isn't helpful, but this isn't helpful. I, I feel like spiritually I've been drawn, just from hearing that, into okay. a world full of steam and sparks. Like metaphorically, a spiritual world full and of steam Carmen and sparks. wearing a big puffy jacket. Yeah. And a lady who wants to serve me grape juice. Yeah. Well... Folks, on that note, on that chilling note, think about that as we sign off. Uh, This has been the Gut Check Podcast. We will see you next time.